welcome back. So if you were to take a look in your life right now and, you know, just sort of scan around in your own private little beaner there in your head and look at the different parts of yourself that, geez, you know that you need to work on that, which one, which one kind of jumps up first to your mind and goes, you know, I hate it every time I behave that way. Every time I behave that way, you know, it's like I'm out of control when I do it. I know I shouldn't do it. I don't like when I do it. I hate myself after I'm done doing it. That one. You know, when I was a kid in grammar school, I was experimenting. I wasn't raised to um, to cuss. You know, my family was uh, clear tongue. And matter of fact, the only time anyone ever heard my grandfather supposedly cuss is when he went to Hoover Dam and he said, this is the best damn sight I've ever seen. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> when I was a kid, um, so I would do one year at a time. I would do one year where I cussed at school, and one year I wouldn't. And I, you know, tried to feel what it felt like. And one, you know, I didn't get pent up too much. I, you know, let it out, but I didn't sort of like who I was. The other one, I felt like a better person, but I got maybe a little more pent up. And so I worked that out a little bit, and I, I realized that. Um, cussing, uh, it's not so much that you cuss, it's that you have ugliness or ill will or negativity coming out of you, you know, that spews that and helps create that, that kind of world. And so, you know, to me it got to where it's not so much that I cuss, it's the attitude I had. So I realized that I could cuss in a good attitude like, oh God, or OS or whatever, you know, shocked. And that wasn't near as bad as holding a seething, stinking attitude. You know, and, and so fundamentally, cussing wasn't just a black and white thing anymore. It was whatever attitude was packed into it also. Now, where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know where it's going to. You know, I have little pieces, you know, for the next thing that this was the piggyback for. I don't know where it went. Okay. Where we were before that little uh, divergent story was, we were talking about that one area in your life that you know is really irritating you and you know that you need to change. Okay. So I was uh, trying to figure out, you know, which way to be. Then when I got into high school, this is going the natural flow I was going, so I'm okay. (laughs) When I got into high school, I had a, a tremendous humor. As a matter of fact, I met people years later, and they said, I just loved your humor in high school. But I began to realize towards uh, junior and senior year in high school that my humor got in the way of um, kindness to others because I would do humor sometimes that wasn't too kind for humor's sake. And so I began to shut out humor for months and then have it have humor for months. And I began to work on that until I got that down to... You're basically being conscious about yourself rather than just automated. Right. And, then, and choosing and, different and ways of And using it in appropriateness. You know, like uh, this humor is helpful and they can get it and, and it works for everyone and I'll do it. Or it, it's not necessarily helpful. People won't necessarily get it, and I won't do it. So I begin to not, like you say, not be compulsive see, with it. Yeah, see, a lot of people think that however, you know, like, 
well, I am my emotions, so, you know, if anger's up, too bad, anger's up. Instead of, yes, I have emotions, and I have an ability to control them. Right. See, and that's a level of awareness and a level of choosing that we all have that some of us realize and some of us haven't caught on yet. So cussing isn't all just absolutely bad or good. It has a lot to do with the attitude behind it, and you can have a bad attitude that's way worse than cussing. You know, uh, innocent cussing. And I'm not condoning anything, but I'm just saying, you know, there's all kinds of things involved. And humor isn't, you know, they, a lot of people say humor is good this way and that, good in marriage, good in uh, dealing with uh, people at work or whatever. But it's not always good if you're doing humor at other people's expense. So, you know, as you get into these things, it's not black and white. Religion, you know, it's it's good for some people. It helps them be more moral than they would. But on, on other people, it confines their aspirations to God. You, so they go, God is through the priest, or God is through the imam, or through this, and you're actually not touching God any other way. So it would stunt those people if the religion's touting that. But a lot of people, I know a lot of times I'll go to an area that has a, a strong religion there, and I'll feel more peaceful compared to other areas. So it's all relative. When we come back, we're going to carry on specifically on how we can work through these lessons on a daily basis and how to do that. I wish there was a magic pill. Well, you well, didn't have much just time like, here. Just like my family tree, it's all relative. You're listening <laughs> there's the humor. <laughs> now maybe I didn't study You're listening good. to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you want to call in for a reading, 1-800-336-2225. 